0: Welcome to the Beni oh, yeah. Brothers Podcast for week number six. Today's date is Thursday, October fifteenth, two thousand fifteen. We are recording this during the Thursday night game, so again, we will not have a play for that game. If you're tuning in to hear that mm-hmm. game, you're way too late on that. The game is probably going to be over by the time we upload this. Yeah. Uh, I'm your host, Joe Nunes. I'm here with my co-host and brother,
1: James Nunes. And older, wiser, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and
0: together, we're here to try and bring you some insight and angles into the the week week's matchup for, for, for the
1: NFL. This week, NFL Week Seven. Week going six. Going. Week sorry, six. I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, we're Week Six. Going through the matchups and ones that we like and games that we choose and and giving you reasons why and letting you know what's. Uh, Sure, let's let's recap what we did last
0: week. I had uh, a bad week going 1-3. Uh, some tough losses on my card. Mm-hmm. And The over-unders I didn't do too well on. But again, for the year, I am still up for the year. I am 10-8 against the spread. And on just my side plays, not including my over-unders, I am 8-3 against the spread. So maybe it's something to look forward to, cutting out a little bit more of those, which I did this week too. I still had to throw in an over-under total on, mm-hmm. on my card this week. But uh, just because of the situation-wise, I'm not going to throw out my uh, yeah. th- throw out my handicapping style or my handicapping...
1: Uh... For one bad week? Yeah, no. exactly. No, yeah. Prior to that, you were on fire. You are pretty good. I think, what, 9-2 uh, record-wise? No, nine I'm just talking about my
0: over-unders in general. Yeah. Like, I've or, always been doing pretty well on them. And uh, I'm not starting off so
1: good this year. But anyways, how did you do on your week last week? I went 2-2, two two, 500 last week. One two plays, lost two plays. Two tight plays again, though. I had one of them was the under in the New Orleans and uh, Philadelphia game, and that's when they scored what? I oh think yeah, that was fourteen points, of points in and so, so in the time. last four minutes, and twenty-one points in the last eight minutes. But anyways, I digress. And in the second one, the second loss was um, um, interesting. I, I can't remember the second loss now. Jeff said you had a bad play game,
0: right? I mean, just look back. No, at this no, play, the other one
1: was a tough loss as well. The I one have one you here easy. for
0: KC, KC yeah. Kansas City.
1: Yeah, KC winning
0: uh, winning by, lose, by
1: 11 with three minutes left.
0: If they didn't That's, lose Javal Charles, they probably would have held on. But to cover, sure. eh.
1: Well, maybe they still. were covering with three minutes left. <laughs> so, well, the one thing about. Throw, he threw on a third and six long uh, 30 yard pass and it ended up being. Bouncing off two guys, through two KC defenders, and into the touchdown there.
0: Well, one thing about that is the uh, is the uh, is that they kind of they kind of the whole team just kind of fell apart and didn't really perform after Jamal Charles yeah. came out of that game. This is gonna to be tough for. But mind you, they didn't. Them for, for they, them to actually storm up enough. They didn't score any points in the second no, half. No, exactly.
1: They didn't. They didn't. The offense couldn't like flow Even a simple off. field goal. But they didn't. Exactly, exactly. But they didn't. Regardless, even with that injury, they didn't do much after in the second half. But they still had an 11-point lead with three minutes left. Right. You, right, you know, Cutler sitting at the 40. Really... It was his last hope. If he didn't score there, they could have easily just ran the clock out. It would've been tough. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right.
0: right. Well, getting back to Anyways, getting back to recapping last doing?
1: week. Mm.
0: I must say I was telling everybody to watch out for that Walt Anderson trend and a bomb yeah, big time yeah, on that me. Bomb But again, time, I am not going to throw this trend out. I will keep firing on this trend. Walt Anderson's crew has a tendency to go over like 70% of his games. And also he has a trend towards um, the underdogs covering.
1: Well, the percentages are there, so you should give yourself more than one game sample size before you want to go off. It was just a bad game to start off
0: the trend with on the show.
1: I mean, I, myself, (laughs) did go ahead and get on the over as well. Yeah, because of the trend, and I liked it. But I'm not gonna go off it over one game that I lost. But on a so, on a big positive note, both of us re, uh,
0: nailed that Arizona game. Oh yeah! And we, again, one of the few times that Arizona. we're we're together on the same team, and it came through again yeah, as always. Yeah, you're right. Every time we're on the same usually team. usually
1: when we are on the same team, exactly, it does come through. Uh, but when I say same game, same game, strong. We're both yes, as our best bet. As our best bet, you're correct. That's what I mean. Um. Okay. So, so why don't we get into week uh, seven? Week six. It's oh. week six. Jeez, I'm always some jumping. Stop moving. i jumping ahead. Because I've been dying I think for, I like the week seven. I've been dying seven. for
0: football to come all year. And now you're going to try and I'm, skip me ahead of, a week? I'm, I'm sorry. sorry,
1: brother. I shouldn't take a week away from you. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay, geez. why don't you start us off then?
0: Uh, well, week six. Well, again, we conferred slightly before the game oh. started, so... And we're on another one. We're on the same team again this week, as one of our both of us have this team as our best bet. So let's start this one off with that game, and that would be the Denver Broncos. We both have a minus four points against Cleveland Browns on the road
1: against Cleveland. On the road against Cleveland.
0: Now, I'll start off my points on this game. Uh, Denver coming off or going into their bye, and they're five and zero. Go, they're five and zero up to this point. Now, they haven't looked strong offensively enough in, in those games, but yet no. they're 5-0. and mm-hmm. And if they can get it, and, if they can, and they've been doing it on the backs of their defense. Mm-hmm. And exactly, this is exactly what I see them doing again this year, and then going into their bye, or this game, and then going into their bye and reforming that offense and you know, and dispi- and dis- and dispelling all these claims about Peyton Manning not being capable to run that offense, yep. blah, blah, blah. So I think, again, they're going to win this on their defense, but uh, but main reason is because they are one of the best teams in the, in the league right now at generating turnovers. And uh, now they're playing against a Cleveland team, and the last time Cleveland played a strong defensive team like Denver there was in Week 1. You got It was a Week
1: 1 against the Jets. 31-10 they lost. 31-10, and they gave up they gave five up turnovers in Five that turnovers game. and three sacks in that game.
0: Well, I'm just sp- strictly, strictly about turnovers. And that's when, how you when get turnovers about,
1: through sacks.
0: Right, but I'm just saying, Denver, mm. that's one way. Mm. But, gen- uh, but Denver is one of the best, like I said, at generating those turnovers. Cleveland's been playing some weak teams before that. Now they're going to play a strong team. This defense is going to get them to win alone
1: at four points. Um, I totally agree there. Let me just add, Cleveland the last two games has only had one turnover. Um, I think that's going to regress here and show up some, you know, I don't think they're that good at holding the ball and keeping turnovers uh, to a minimum, I think. They'll revert back in this game as well, facing a strong defense. It, it, just so you know as well, the, the the last four defenses that they, the last three defenses they played have been Oakland, San Diego, Baltimore. All ranked below the bottom of the league in defenses. Um, also, as well, I just want to add to that note, um, sacks-wise, you know, uh, Cleveland O-line hasn't been good. In those three teams we mentioned, Oakland, San Diego, Baltimore, does any of them scare you in their pass rush? Are you scared? Maybe you can say Oakland, but does any of the other, Oakland three teams other? No, Oakland still doesn't scare me. Exactly, so, but yet, yet, Cleveland had given up five sacks, four sacks, and four sacks each to the, in those games to each of those teams. That's how horrendous their whole line is. Yeah, I, I, I like yeah. I said, I'm agreeing with you, both of us, on
0: this. Well, oh, yeah. I could add one more trend to that, which is uh, Denver is five and one in their last six against the spread on the road. Hmm. Mm-hmm. so. A nice one. I, I know their their offense has been like hasn't been clicking, but hey, they were they're mm-hmm. playing against a Cleveland Brown team, and Cleveland is brown are haven't been playing to their full expectations defensively. They're playing above their heads offensively, but defensively, they're still not there. And if Peyton Manning can get a, can muster up, I think you get a, you can at least get an offensive touchdown or two in this game.
1: Yeah, you know, mind you, you speaking on Peyton Manning and his offense. I think this is a type of game that he can actually show up and 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 look good in. I agree. Um, with Cleveland's defense being 29th overall, you're not gonna get a much better spot to show your case uh, and to show you know what kind of offense you can you can. Uh, you know, you can generate. And Remember, they have the Marius Thomas and Sanders. Maybe they, maybe one can argue they can't run the ball with C.J. Anderson or Hillman But I think with this defense here, what Cleveland's really shown, in my opinion, is not much. And I think, he, in terms of defense, here, I think Denver can actually score points here and win not just on their defense, but on their That's offense what as well. That's what I'm trying to say. But I'm yeah. saying just defensively, they'll cover this game. Def- exactly, exactly, exactly. Because e- exactly what you said, because even if there's no offense by Ben Manning, I think you can get five or six field goals. Yeah, and I, don't win. See, I don't see Josh McCallum carving up uh, this team. Yeah, I think he's looked too good for what he really is and for what that offense is. They look too good lately to be true. Anyways, you got anything else to add to that?
0: Uh, No, I think we pretty much summed it up. We can move on to the mm.
1: next. Okay, why don't uh, you give out the next one then? Because we both like Denver. That's a little bit scary for anybody who wants to take Cleveland. That, uh, mind you. Well Yeah, no.
0: Like I've been hearing a lot of people. So far, some murmurs of, of uh, some some people liking the Cleveland yeah. side. Yeah. Again, I don't I don't I don't agree with them. But uh, hey, they have their own reasons for liking it. Uh, sure. We have ours. True. Sure. So let's go on to next. My game, my next best bet I'm going with, it's another kind of an ugly team that everybody wants to stay away from. This is the Miami Dolphins. Now, Miami Dolphins mm, coming the off fish. their... <laughs> the fish, yeah. yes, coming off their bye. Uh, and before that, their game in London. And more more stirrings coming from them when they fired their coach. Yeah. And they have new uh, coach Dan... Uh, what's his Dan Johnson, is,
1: I believe his name I'm not sure, but I think it was some kind of linebacker. He's a tight coach end coach. He's he a tight coach? ends yeah. coach, and he's taking. He's over. more of a players' coach, uh, uh, you know, a cheerleader type of coach. You know, rah rah.
0: Okay, uh, yeah. yes, he's a players' coach, but to be a cheerleader, like you said, like a players. I, I, what I'm thinking is, I think players are going to take this guy seriously, and they're going to play for this guy.
1: Well, I think they can play for this guy, but when you say take it seriously. I I don't know about taking. Well, take well I'm sorry. I think play play hard for him. Play for him. Yeah, exactly. We play hard for him. Exactly. Because I think they take any coach seriously, especially if you're the new ah, coach coming in. there's been some Maybe coaches around. If <laughs> you're the new coach coming in, I think you, they'll give them a chance. You know. Sure. But anyways. So anyways,
0: that's uh, again coming after bye, I think they'll be well rested. They looked
1: hor- the horrendous in in uh, in London, by the way, against the. Jets, oh, of course. Right? Yeah. yeah yes. Yes, yes. 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 But I'm so saying
0: this is they started new from from then. The Day after that, they fired Philbin. They promoted this guy up as the. Interim. The rebirth
1: then of Miami. <laughs> you're
0: well, they. Of, again, again, it's my prediction is they're not as as bad as the media is making them out to be. I agree. You know what I'm saying? They still had a win to start the year. You know what I'm saying? They didn't play. They didn't play up to expectations, but they didn't play horrible. They're not one of the worst teams in the league by by all means.
1: Aside from the last game, I think you're right. They are. not they and again, the they play my I Jets. My okay. Jets are awesome.
0: So, <laughs> so, anyways, so again, after they fired their coach, they had the whole uh, week off or basically two weeks to prepare with this new coach. And again, this, like you said, this is a player's coach. the Players don't want to play for him. They're going to want to show up for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, on the flip side, the perception on Tennessee is that Tennessee is this new up-and-coming team. They look good with their new, with their new uh, quarterback. They, do, they look good defensively now, especially against the run with, with LeBow in place. And the media is liking this. The media mm-hmm. is liking to jump on any dark horse Cinderella team, mm-hmm. you know, saying that they think has a chance. And Tennessee, mind you, is an up-and-coming team, and they're rebuilding. But the key word is that they are rebuilding, mm-hmm. and they're still mm-hmm. in that rebuilding mode. Yes. You know, and they yes, they look good, but these these games against Miami is where rebuilding teams are 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 fall fall flat. And Miami, on the other hand, again is, is, is back to Miami. Is that Miami is not a rebuilding? Well, they're rebuilding.
1: No, in the, they they're, they're in team in their team They're
0: rebuilding be, the management, but their team is supposed yeah, to be a team that's in place to make a to playoff win now. Him. Yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: So. I agree, I agree. Exactly. Personnel-wise, you would say I give it to Miami personnel-wise what they
0: have. No, the one thing is I wish I got this earlier. I'm kind of kicking myself for not getting this at uh, Miami plus three when it opened up and it was Mm. out there for most of the week. I thought it would go a little higher or I didn't think it was actually going to move too much. Now it's down to minus one and a half for Miami. Uh, But I'm still liking this. I think Miami wins this game straight out. Uh, yeah, exactly. Was, that's
1: what I was about to say. I think they win the game I- anyway. So
0: and some trends to add to that: uh, Tennessee is five and fourteen against the spread in their last nineteen. They're three and one, three and eleven against the spread in their last uh, fourteen at home. Uh, and yeah, and, and as a favorite, that's another thing. Tennessee is a favorite in this game. You yeah. know, what I'm saying it's a rebuilding yeah. team. They're not a team that's supposed to be projected to get over really six wins this year. Yeah. Yeah, and now you're gonna put them as a favorite against a team that was projected to get over six wins, over seven wins this year. Miami was, I believe, and uh, I just don't see them being a favorite. Yeah, they're at home, but I don't think they still warrant that uh, that favorite spot. And as a favorite, they've been, at home. They're zero five in their last five as a home favorite, and zero four and one against the spread as their last over the last five overall as a favorite, whether it's on the road or or at home. So I'm not ready to jump on the Tennessee team and think they're for real. I think I'm ready to give Miami one one last last shot here, uh, to cover for me, and I think they do it in
1: a big way. Yeah, I think they can do it. Alright. Yeah, fair enough. Uh I, I like Miami there.
0: Alright, let's go on to your game. Uh, your next best
1: I, I will go on to your New York Jets, minus six, I think they're going yes, to win yes. and cover against the Washington yes, Redskins. Yes, I'd like you to pick that.
0: I wanted to pick it, but it was. A, I thought it was too much of a homer side for
1: me. and I. I, I just, no, no, I think...
0: I just didn't trust them covering seven, it, but do you tell me why it, they are covered. When
1: the line came out at six, I was a little get scared because I generally don't want to pick the Jets at a big number. But I think the Jets this year are a totally different team than all the Jets we've seen. I agree. They remind me, actually... Uh, well, when I say none of the Jets teams that I've seen re- recently, they remind me of the Jets of old when they first had Rex Ryan and the defense that they were so ferocious then. Remember they lost in the oh, semifinals? With Sanchez, the with Sanchez. With Sanchez. But the reason why I like this team better than that team is I think, one, their defense is slightly better. And, and two, Tominson, their offense said, right? is much or better. No, was Thomas Jones. Yeah, so and, to, yeah, goal, and with Thomas Jones, you're right. And I, Not with Tomlinson, but the Thomas Jones era. And I think this defense, this offense can be slightly better, and this defense is a heck of a lot better. Um, the Jets are coming off a bye from, like we talked about, they crushed Miami and London. Right, right. So it's been almost two weeks now. Uh, Washington second ro- straight road game uh, gave a good effort against Atlanta, but lost a couple of more guys to injury in that game. So they're coming in here really depleted injury-wise. Uh, especially defensively, which only helps um, with the Jets because they need, you know, they can use the help on offense because they're not a strong offense, but they can be, they will be able, I think, to generate points here. And it would be they strictly, are... but it will be strictly a win, in my opinion, with the Jets covering on defense alone. Now you see it's it. one of the games that I say... It's the Jets' defense that covers the number for them here.
0: Yes, but you mm. point out... Again, I'm with you. I'm leaning towards the mm. Jets too, but you point out how the Jets' offense is not that good. But
1: this year, they've been playing above, way above their heads. I would give you... Well, that's why I, I like know? them as a unit slightly better with Chan Gailey, too, running the boat there. Right. And knowing You have Ch- going. You have Marshall, Marshall being a beast. You're right. And Ivory's that playing. That, that's agree. why... But, but again, I think covering this number will be... T- Solely due to their defense, they're getting Richardson back. Right, you know, right. That was a huge.
0: That up until
1: now, their defense has looked good. But if you had to pick a flaw, if you, I don't think there's money on the Jets. But if I had to pick, okay, which area do I want to improve defensively? They're only flaws they went too much. Okay, <laughs> but if I had to choose a flaw, I would say it was their pass rush this year. We who haven't who's who hasn't been as ferocious as I thought. But when you bring in a guy like Sheldon Richardson, it's over. It's over. They will have the complete defense, and I think they will be the new Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> of, of, oh, of Seattle in the last few years, I think you have the new defense to co- compete with Seattle. I agree with you. I've been saying this from the start
0: of the year, not just because it, uh, I'm a Jazz fan, but I really think that their defense... Uh, is, was one of the best going into the year yeah. and now go, getting Sheldon Richardson back is yeah. only going to prove a much I, I, much, much healthier uh, uh, a much improved defense and on top of that this is Revis' second game back yeah. from injury he's going to be much yeah. more
1: healthier to play you and know? mind you I think the Jets I mean they're, they're having an amazing run defense uh, allowing only 90, average of 94 yards per game and three, 3.85 rushing yards per play they're they're pretty awesome there, um, coupled with uh, and, and coupled with the with the with a good pass rush and I believe getting Richardson back, Washington won't be able to run and they won't be able to move the ball in this game. It's turnover battles that the Jets are gonna win and they're I just agree. gonna Jets are just it's those turnovers that are just gonna lead to easy points that's just gonna run up the score. It's basically the defense is and again now you're playing. Against Washington and Kirk Cousins, who, really, how good is their offense? They're not much. They've ran they the ball well, but if you can't run the worst. ball and you're gonna add, and you're gonna make them one-dimensional, say, you know what, Kirk Cousins, throw on us, throw on Revis if you can, throw on screen, throw on Cromartie, go ahead. That's that's where I say they stack the bucks and make them throw.
0: Well, that's the point I wanted to bring up too. Is that you were bringing up how their 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 past defense or secondary didn't look too uh, spectacular considering mm. the, the names they had. But really, have they had to even rely on them so far this year? You know, mm, like they true. never really had to. When they, but I think those big games, especially coming in next week, that's another thing. They may, have, they, they, they may be looking ahead to New England next week because this is one of the games that Todd Bowles definitely has circled. And definitely but I don't think they far. can
1: l- overlook any home games. I don't. if feel This that was on sure, the road. I agree. That's in Washington, I, I would I would consider that that point about the look ahead with New England more so than 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 to take it in this game because the Jets are at home in this game, so you cannot overlook. Yes, home no, game. no. I agree. I just you brought know.
0: that up in terms mm. of uh, how he's going to be. How that's that's the game where you're going to see the the defense, the
1: the the secondary. Shy. Oh, sh- yeah, you okay, shine. Yeah. But mind you, they'll... It, with they, the mean, strong they, pass mean, rush, they may not
0: even need him in this game is what yeah, I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. I think they do cover by touchdown. But the only thing that I, hold, that, that I hold off on is as a Jets fan, I know this is a new team under Todd Bowles, but it's really hard for me to lay over or six points or more mm-hmm. with the Jets. But if they're going to do it any time, it's going
1: mm-hmm. to be against the Washington at home. That, that was my thinking until I looked into the game more. And I and I understood too that it's a new coach, so it's a new era. So right, it's a different You got to throw away a exactly. lot of trends. Now, now again, if they come out and they don't win this game, and they they go out and even maybe even lose, you can start to revert back to these trends, you know, if you would like. But go, going forward, you have, to, you have to you have to give exactly, exactly. And and again, I respect Todd Bowles. It's so not a are. coach that I don't so. And I think he's a good coach, so I think it's a good spot for him to cover okay.
0: here. And I'll add a, I'll add one trend to that is that Washington is five and eleven against the spread on the road in their last uh, sixteen games. So oh,
1: that helps out. I'll take day. it. I'll take <laughs> it, brother. Why don't you give me your next game Armando? Armando. 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 I like Armando better.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, my next game. I'm going to a very very chalky play. The chalkiest play in the board. And probably the squarest player. Oh, I don't
1: like that. I already like normally that. don't like it, but Love this
0: me. one I do not see. I do not see it losing, and that is the Green Bay Packers. Oh, home. really,
1: the Packers at home
0: getting ten points <laughs> the to the San Diego Chargers. <laughs> now, again, Chargers were preseason pick for me to get over their wins but this is before all their offensive line injuries now it's a big question mark if they can get healthy again they may have a chance again but they lost a lot of a lot of big games early um now you're asking them to go into green bay who has been playing out of their minds especially defensively they're actually surprisingly one of the best defensive teams uh in the year this year uh, green bay in the league this year yeah green bay is and especially at generating turnovers, at generating sacks, they're great at this. Uh, in, t- in terms of generating sacks, they've generated nine turnovers already this season through their first five games. And on the flip side, San Diego has turned the ball mm. over ten times in their last yeah, five yeah, games. They're, the they're bad at generating turnovers. Plus, they're bad at holding the line for Phillip Rivers.
1: Yeah, that whole line is still decimated, right? As you can see against uh, Pittsburgh on the Monday night. Exactly, they were just getting rushed. Pass rush after pass rush.
0: Exactly, and the Green Bay is going into their bye next week. I think they're gonna want to go in just as strong as as they started, you know. And uh, uh, what's it called the Green Bay strength and their defense, uh, their whole defense is good. But they're even they're, they're they're shining on the secondary. So again, if that old line from San Diego. Can't get things together, and I don't see it happening unless a miracle happens and they get Orlando Franklin and a couple other guys back, Harrison, which is not, definitely not happening. I do not uh, do not see them uh, holding the line long enough for Phillip Rivers to even get uh, enough yardage downfield and make an impact on this game. And on the flip side, Green Bay, I just see them scoring on almost every play like they do at, at home. They are very dominant at home. I uh, don't do not see and like I said at the start of the year, I see Green Bay winning all their games by at least a touchdown this year at home. Mm. Uh, they are 14 and 4 against the spread as a favorite, 9 and 2 against the spread at home. When uh, on the flip side San Diego is 3 and 13 against the spread in their last 16 games overall. Give me, give me Green Bay. I know it's chalky. Take the points, they win by 14. Take
1: not. it. Uh, it's hard to be for me to go against any of those uh, any of those arguments. So, yeah, why don't we move on? You got the chalk
0: Good for you? Uh, and, and one more point, a small, oh. small trend for October. Sure. Green Bay, just in the month of October, is 28-8 against the spread. And San Diego is 0-5 in the last five in October.
1: Doesn't bode well for San Diego, I, no, care, it I shall not. say. Okay uh let let's me move let's move on to my fi- your final third pick. and final pick and I will be going into the Monday night game where the New York Giants are visiting the Philadelphia Eagles right right at home for first place did you know that for the first place in the division game <laughs> yes it's a the Giants versus Philly. Division. so I got a line of minus four and yeah, I like sure, Philly yeah. here I think Philly's the right side. Um, I think Philly hmm. I think uh, Philly In this game Will be able to implement Their high High tempo um, Offensive scheme that Chimp Kelly has For them I think uh, with the, the New York Giants You know Pass defense allows the most Yards in the NFL It's kind of forcing Philly To throw on the flip side, you really don't want to run against the New York Giants because they are the best in the National Football League, yes, averaging run, yes. 77 yards and only 3.39 rushing yards per play. Very so if you're Philly, you're already looking into let me throw the ball. If I can move the ball on the Giants, then that's what I'm going to do, throwing the ball. I'm not going to try and run. It. Okay, but this yeah. fits into Chip Kelly's scheme, and by by that by that. With that fitting in offensively for them, I th- and them looking better offensively, they can they'll control the ball, control the clock, control the field position. Um, with with the Giants, the Giants are now coming into this game, actually having to play a good defense. It's been a while since they played a good defense. Okay, I don't consider Philly a good defense. Philly to me is a top ten defense. They really on paper. That? On paper, they're a top ten defense.
0: Generate turnovers? Now, yes. If okay, you now, it's only been five. Per
1: play, it's only been five weeks, so if you want to have in your opinion that they're not, that's fine. I but think statistically, okay. they yeah. are a top ten defense.
0: They're going to generate turnovers. I'll give them that. But in terms of yards per play, and they're
1: good at stopping the run. Fifth in the league. No yards per pass. They're good in in, in terms of yards per pass. They allow a lot of yards as well. At, at like the Giants but in and terms they, you of you
0: said they were what against the run I,
1: I believe they're fifth wow well, that's surprising to me sorry mm-hmm. I, I'm but they them. are but they are um, but they are a top 10 defense and uh, and and I mentioned that last week as well
0: Look, I don't mean to and be a contrarian I just I really don't want any part of this
1: game I really don't have a mm-hmm. side
0: I'm mm-hmm. trying to find out why you like Philly so much well I think <laughs> again
1: I was telling you yeah. they'll be able to move the ball offensively on that giants with the throws, and I think you know, it suits well for Chip Kelly in his in his offense in this game. They've always dominated the Giants since Chip Kelly's been there. I think he's three and one against them, but always have scored points in their games. Um, and and like on the flip side, the Giants are actually I think are going to struggle offensively to run their ball and even do anything offensively against Philly. It's a perfect spot for Philly 2 at home on last, a Monday night.
0: Giants' offense in the last three games have actually been generating over 20 points a game. I think
1: 20 or at least Against 24. Against San Francisco, correct? The last three games. Against had, San, San Fran, Francisco. Fran, let's, let's Atlanta. Le- San Fran. No. Atlanta no. was week two. San Fran. And prior to that. I do my notes. Well, I mean, you just you wanted to bring it up, but yeah, I, to, like, I know, like, but you I know it go. wasn't it <laughs> wasn't pretty good defenses that they play. San Fran prior to th- to that, they've played um Washington, I believe. Washington 2 weeks ago. And so Buffalo and, and Philly. Buffalo, nice. Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Yeah. yeah, and Buffalo. Yeah, and Buffalo.
0: Buffalo before
1: that, and, and, who? and then two weeks, ago, when bu- two weeks ago, two weeks San Fran, yeah, two so, weeks ago, San Fran. So when they yeah, played okay. Buffalo, Buffalo or got it together defensively in the second half, which I believe was would be able was 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 able to hold uh, the Giants in check, and there last game I do
0: checking this out. Oh they had Washington before so, the Thursday night So
1: I, I think uh, and, and and I think uh also this being for first place in Philadelphia, I think you have a rocking crowd. It's gonna be hard hard I think for the Giants to go, to uh to win away on the on, on the road in that game. Well so. Philly
0: is, is winning the uh game the head series three to one straight up and against the spread. Uh, some other things. The other thing I don't like is Philly's uh, against the spread record at home. 12 25 and 1 against the spread at home.
1: Yeah, but again, when you're looking at how many games 12 25 yeah, and 1 equals out to 38 games. Yeah, at home. I don't yeah. even think Chip Kelly has been around for 38 no, games. No, it's not yet. the whole Chip Kelly era. So, but again, well, it's only not even. It's wins. very minimal Chip Kelly era, right? Because what you're talking about is a spread. Uh, again we 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 again it's at, it's a eight against the spread at home right right. so eight games so chip kelly is about they he's only played 16 games at home there so how many like if if chip kelly won 12 of those games if 12 of those games or yeah, from Chim- falls, falls, falls. well it's that's just, what i'm saying you have to look deeper into it you can't just if you're going to use a stat like that you have to look at the coach and okay, how many I'm games is that by, I'm just, no but i'm saying just I'm give you a stat it's tough that, to spit it out because why do you it's you too far it, yeah. whether you want to use it whether you think it's relevant it's a story. Well,
0: like i said i don't really We want to give it. the
1: listeners you know right i'm giving the listeners a relevant they,
0: stat right i don't
1: think it's relevant though in your opinion what okay all right. okay. I just explained to well, how about, why it okay. can be ir- irrelevant because it's not enough. It's not enough. There's not enough games that you can link to Chip Kelly. In this, in okay, sure, his, it, it's it's about the coach and their team, right? The coach isn't around for that long. How about Giants? A, how
0: about Giants four one against the spread as a dog in their last five?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. played that role well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. I give you that. Yeah. If you want to use that, that's fine. But. You know, it's a five-game sample size, and I, um, All right, well. I don't know. I I, I I like trends, and I like stats at times when they're valid. You know, some of those I can argue they're so not valid. you feel valid. this one's
0: valid? Okay, sure. Yeah. That's, fi- that's fine. It's but, understandable because, again, when it comes to trends, like I said, I'm not big on trends. Some people are, 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 are big on trends, or some people use them. Only in recent trends, some people like to dig deeper. Mm. It's a different story, again, everybody uses trends their own different way. Well, I, I, I still don't feel that trends should be a vital a vital or the main reason or, any, or a substantial no, because reason. because you always got to look the into
1: situational factors as well. Correct. And overlay them with situa- situational factors and, and outside factors sometimes that are, are not as non-tangible. So many things to factor into. The that game. are not like, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so so we should move on. Yeah, then. let's got- move on to your last pick then. Let's
0: move on. My last pick. I'm going with another total. I'm hoping to bounce back on my uh, bad totals for the year, but I'm going with the uh, Cincinnati Buffalo game under 42. Uh Buffalo is really banged up right now. They got uh, and last as 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 we're recording this, Tyrod Taylor. Is going to be out and EJ Manuel. Well, again, it's not one hundred percent, but it's looking that way that EJ Manuel will get to start for. Excuse me, for the Bills, Uh, as well as some other injuries they have too. McCoy, I don't think is going to be playing this game. Yeah. And uh, Sammy Watkins, I'm not sure about his injury status yet as well. I'm not
1: sure he's going to be back
0: either. But they got a lot of offensive injuries to say the least. Now they're going against and Tyrod Taylor was good. In the Buffalo offense, be strictly because he was good with his feet. He was good, yeah. he was good at scrambling outside of the pocket and creating uh, plays where there wasn't no plays. Mm-hmm. And Sustainless those drives a perfect example last week in the, basically the last minute of the game against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They, they were doing nothing offensively the whole game, and he kind of created something out of nothing and won that game. Now, the difference now, now with him in the lineup, it's a different story. But if E.J. Mayo has to start this game... Going against a Cincinnati defense that's averaging uh, over three sacks per game, they're going to get a force E.J. Manuel out of that pocket. And I don't think he has the same legs as as Tyrod Taylor.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, he was uh, drafted as a pocket quarterback. Mm-hmm. He played as a pocket quarterback. He was never running outside the pocket mm-hmm. quarterback. Mm-hmm. And if he and I think since he's going to make him do that, and it's going to be trouble for Buffalo when yeah. he does when that does happen. Mm-hmm. Now that's going to lead to. A lot of uh three and outs punts punt 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 punt, punt from buffalo and likewise since he on the road doesn't generate uh as many points as they as they do at home they're more a little more conservative on the road um these uh they both have very good defenses too like it still comes down to buffalo buffalo hasn't been playing up to expectations quite as yet Mm-hmm. but they are still a, a strong defense, and uh, they can hold came teams in there. As you, Again, like you saw last week against Tennessee, they're holding them in to the last minute. Uh, now, as for the spread, I don't know which way it's going to go, because it comes down to E.J. Manuel uh, getting some first downs, sustaining the, the drives. Mm-hmm. But as for the total of 42.5, I feel this is a little bit too high. I feel it's over the, the key let number. Let me, ask you
1: now, though, let me just bring up as a you know, as a, something that could, could go contrary and against you in sure. terms of this pick is, if you if EJ Manuel comes in and Tyrod Taylor isn't playing, are you are you a little bit afraid of the turnovers that he may cause or he may create, giving Cincinnati short field position, making them easier to score? You know, whereas you know you might be you know generally Cincinnati can't doesn't score that many points in a row. But with three or four turnovers and gimme plays, they may have short field positions like on the twenty and thirty, bang, 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 it's a touchdown. Yes, yeah, that's
0: always right? that's always that, that
1: would that would be my the outside factor that I would think about that. That's
0: always a, that's always mm. key to think about that might happen. Mm. But if you're trying to handicap them, you cannot handicap turnovers.
1: So no, like no, I'm it's saying, tough too. So
0: like I say, when I think they're gonna get the sacks on them, force them out of the pockets, I'm expecting them to sack them and yeah. him hold on to the ball. Yeah. It's hard to predict when he's going to fumble a ball. And if it or will, throwing I, INTs, and, though. What even, about and, that? And even to predict that if it's going to lead to points. What right? about
1: throwing INTs? Throwing
0: INTs will happen. He probably will throw some. Now, the, now, it'll, now the, the key to keeping this under, too, is that making sure that those don't get run in for, for pick sixes, which most of the time they don't. You know, they have or those very short time.
1: field position. And,
0: and again, on the flip side, you've got the Buffalo offense. If they could mm. only generate fourteen points against a Tennessee team. And mind you, Tennessee is pretty good defensively. against mm. a run, but they're pretty bad against a mm. You know, but Yeah, the, I
1: can see the Buffalo offensively having trouble to move the ball on he, Cincy, so
0: Right, right. And now Buffalo is gonna have no none of their top two running backs. They're not gonna have uh probably not gonna be without Watkins, they're probably mm. not gonna be without their starting quarterback. Mm. This is too much to mm. put on an offense to score points against this Cincy team. So even if the game does get a, if the game does get out of hand, it'll get out of hand one way, and it'll be the, for the Cincy side. And since he yeah. might may end up winning thirty five nothing or thirty five seven, it'll still, still stay under. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I could see it. So that's what I have to say. Is like, yeah, you, you can You just can't predict. You can't handicap turnovers. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, like you can handicap. You can predict. I how mean, you can team, see. You can predict how a team. If a team is tending, like for instance, if Buffalo is a team that, or EJ Manuel himself has a high risk of turnover, that's something mm. you could ha- factor into your handicapping. But as but of like, now, Buffalo doesn't turn over the v- ball very much, and EJ Manuel is
1: not a big enough sample size to say that he does, and or has a tendency to do that. But now you can factor in turnovers in a game in which you think it, they can generate, like. Like this week, for instance, on the Jets, I chose the jets at minus six, but that's different, but I do have an opinion that the turnovers will come in this game because of their ferocious defense, yes, but it's not based on uh, it's
0: not just based on opinion, you're actually backing it up with facts that in terms of you're not, predict- you're not predicting how many turnovers, but you're basically predicting that the Jets should easily win that turnover, turnover battle based, battle. Off, okay. based on previous... Fair enough, you're right, fair enough. Yeah, okay, fair based, enough. Based yeah. on previous things. Right. So on a sample okay. size on Buffalo, Buffalo doesn't really have a previous history of turning the ball over this year very much. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. same thing, like I said, no, no big sample size mm-hmm. on E.J. Manuel. So it can't be factored in quite the same way. Like when I said, you can't handicap, you can't predict a team to start Turning over the ball that doesn't really hasn't hasn't shown you that they've done it before.
1: Let them show you first. yeah. Correct. Let, let them show yeah, you. Yeah, I first. agree
0: with you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some other trends to add to this under is that uh, Buffalo seven and one under at home, sixteen and five under overall their last twenty one, and since he is seven and two to the under on the mm. road.
1: Okay. All right. You want to get into start getting into some of these other games just to skim by them. Well, yeah, so Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap up our
0: top our, our top best bets. I'm going with my four: Denver minus four, Miami plus one and a half, Green Bay minus ten or ten and a half, depending where you get that, and Buffalo since and under forty two and a half.
1: Okay. And I myself, I'm going uh, Denver minus four. The New York Jets, minus 6. Yes. And Philadelphia Eagles, minus 4 this week. Okay, okay. So let's go through
0: a rundown of all the games that we didn't touch. We'll give a small lean if we have it. If not, we'll just say a pass. Okay. And let's start off with uh, Kansas City, Minnesota. Minnesota is a a 3.5 point favorite. The over-under is at 43.5. And I really don't want to touch this game. I have a very slight lead to KC, but nothing strong enough. What do you I mean, like?
1: I had a strong lead on Minnesota, but they just didn't. They just slightly didn't make my card. Yeah. They're almost there, but I like Minnesota. Yeah. I think Minnesota will come out and win this and again, game. You might be getting an overreaction on the Jamal Charles injury.
0: Well, the two, the two, the two reasons that stuck out for me why I was leading slightly to KC is that Minnesota is bad typically against the after the bye going 0 5, and uh, they've been turning over the ball an average of two times per game this year. So I'm hoping that doesn't, or I'm hoping that continues if I'm going to end up taking the KC side. Uh, I just can't trust Minnesota.
1: I mean, Minnesota's defense was blood in the water and they'll, they'll, Possible. they'll yeah. jump on kc, well, KC is
0: a is a sinking ship you're right mm. anyways let's move on to houston at jacksonville jacksonville now switched to a one point favorite this is uh 43 points for the over under and i gotta lead to jacksonville here uh i've been getting rocked on uh trying to predict houston all year yeah me too. <laughs> and it hasn't been working out for me when I have picked them, so, you know, I feel that this is a, actually... I'm gonna. For one, I'm going to fade Houston, and for two, I am going to... Uh, I think Jacksonville can actually get it done in the head-to-head series. They're 3-1 against the spread yeah. in the last four in the head-to-head series. So, they do have a little bit of the uh, recent edge on Houston. I have no, no lead. No lead in that game? Oh, okay, lead. let's move on to Chicago and Detroit. Detroit is a three-point favorite. The over-under is at 43 and a half points. And this one was really close to me putting it on my card. I really, really like Detroit. I just could not trust the uh came down to trusting Caldwell as a coach to get that cover mm-hmm. for me. And that's what scared me off it as a best bet. But it, and everything else, this I liked about Detroit. This line, the look-ahead line for this game was a six and a half for Detroit. It's moved down to three, so I think you got some value there on yeah. Detroit. This is pretty much a do-or-die for the season for Detroit. It is a division game. They do know Chicago well, and they're four zero no, straight up and three one against the spread in the head-to-head series with Chicago. Um, yeah, they're yeah. both. They're both teams are dumpster fires, but they, these are the games I usually like. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on to uh Arizona at Pittsburgh. Uh I'm leaning towards Arizona here. Oh, sorry, the spread is minus four for Arizona. Over under is forty four and a half and I lean towards Arizona here. Uh nothing too strong. It just I just can't see Pittsburgh pulling off uh a winner cover here. It's hard for me to to, to bet on that, but uh, nothing more tangible than that really.
1: Yeah, it's hard to see Pittsburgh win two games in a row with Mike Vick. But
0: That's another thing, yeah. So,
1: but, I mean, is it going to be a letdown spot for Arizona? Well, Okafor, could
0: Okafor is out for, for yeah, a Arizona as well. Yeah, big loss for linebacker. But no, for Arizona. Right
1: but. Yeah, but still, Freedy's not the yeah, same he's, guy. Yeah, he's big not loss. Here, exactly. Or, Freedy's not Okafor. So. But Arizona didn't go home over the week. They flew to Pittsburgh and stayed there, so... Right, yeah, and, Pittsburgh, I mean, and, Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh's coming, coming back from a short Diego. week, So... It's tougher on, short, on Pittsburgh, even though Arizona's on the road, in my opinion. I agree, I agree, but the spread just feels but, a little too low. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but I'm not sure myself there. Let's go on to the next one. Uh, next we got, got Carolina at Seattle. Home. Seattle's a
0: seven-point favorite at home, and uh, over-under is 40.5 points. I got a lean towards the under here, but it passed the key number of 41. I went past the under the key number of 41, so I don't like it as hard anymore. Uh, Luke Keekley will be coming back for uh Carolina as well as Lynch, oh, really? Carter, yeah, as well as Lynch coming back oh, okay. for for Seattle. Uh, but the Keekley coming back is a huge addition coming for for yeah. Carolina. He's yeah. playing way above his head and playing like an MVP on defense when he was there, so. That'll be a huge help for Carolina. Uh, and I do think that spread's a little inflated, but
1: no, it, it is Carolina and Ron Rivera. Now, and he yeah, tends to play sorry. up
0: or down to teams.
1: Yeah, well, speaking of Rivera, I can give you one trend that, or one stat that you can look at that's, that speaks highly uh, or that, that speaks against Rivera. Rivera, Rivera after a buy, did you know, his own 6 against the spread after a buy? So it doesn't bode well with Carolina uh-huh. coming off a buy now, going to Seattle to play. <laughs> but when I saw the line open up at uh, minus seven, right away it seems like it's too many points for Seattle that it's overinflated there. But, yeah. but again, if you fade Rivera for buy, you you haven't had a loss yet. <laughs> so, yeah, small, small sample size. Uh, but you're right. But six right. games? It's well, you only have a buy one year, one game every year, right? So right. He's been with them for six years, oh, and six. But anyways, hey, maybe plus, they finally going to win this year. Well, it doesn't get hard. <laughs> and that's it
0: just doesn't get easier. Yeah, it doesn't get easier going into Seattle yeah, after, yeah. After, after, after a two. loss. Yeah, Seattle just know. came off that loss exactly in the last quarter. But I
1: don't, yeah.
0: Uh, anyways, let's move on. Uh, so yeah, I like the of that game. Let's move on. <coughs> Baltimore and San Fran. Baltimore is a two-point favorite on the road, and the
1: over/under is forty-four. I don't even have a side of this. I don't it's like to a coin it. flip to me, but oh, God. I have a slight lean to Baltimore just because of the better coach, better QB. But yeah, that point, doesn't yeah. say much, yeah, really, exactly. because overall. Well, Baltimore, yeah. Baltimore's
0: 0-7-1 against the spread in the last eight as a favorite. Not uh, great. Yeah, no. and now they're a road favorite, so right. I don't know. I don't All want right, to touch I that I think either. the last
1: game that we haven't touched, am I right? Yeah, the last more? game
0: is the game I mean, that we'll be attending. We're going to be at this game. That will be the Sunday Nighter, New England at Indy, the big deflate gate rematch.
1: Deflategate. No, I just hope Andrew Luck plays because that's the reason why I'm <laughs> going. I haven't seen Andrew Luck play live this uh, since he's gone into the league. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so and this, this spread I hope is actually playing. The spread is New England minus ten. The over under
0: is a huge fifty-four and a half. Mm. And I'll start this off by saying that I'm really strong on Indy. Uh, I was going to make this a, a play of mine, but again, it's hard to go mm. against Bilicek and, and Brady in a prime time game. Yeah. But I, I, I think the spread is way too inflated. The spread. Look ahead line at the air. Spread of the week was five points. For uh, New England, mm, yeah, and yeah. before the season even started, Indy was a favorite. Before the season even started, so this line has moved way too much for my liking. Yeah, I think. I, the, I think the only way to go is on Indy. That's where the value is.
1: I have a slight lean to Indy, you're right, because that's where the value is. But
0: yeah, and then we start to add to that, they're nine and zero against the spread as a home dog, their last nine. So yeah, I'm on Indy there. I, I think they show up again. This is all, uh, with. Permitting that Luck plays, true, true man. Okay, so I think that wraps up our show. I think it was a pretty good one today. We hope that uh, we're gonna cash in again and and make a, keep mm-hmm. keep adding to our winning record. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys want to follow us uh, or or on Twitter or an email, our Twitter is Betting Bros Pod, and our email is Betting Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up whenever and however. And uh, you guys can catch this show on iTunes, on Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, various other outlets. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, again, we hope you guys have a good winning weekend. We'll be at that game this weekend. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Watching a good one at night. And And do you have anything else to add to finish?
1: Best of luck to all your bets this weekend. Hope you win, as long as they're not against our bets. (laughs) All right? All right, good luck, everybody. See you next week. Peace.